Hello, this is Chin from Temokoi, and welcome to Get a Life Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to the Get a Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bishos Mish. This is the first episode of 2014. It's been recorded on the 1st of February. I'm very sorry for that, but, you know, what, what am I going to do about it? Um, so yeah, last episode was the Christmas episode, and we had Raiden and Zombie Desu 13 come to talk about Persona and random stuff and Mozart, Kugel. That you know that German, Austrian. Actually, no, it's an Austrian street. It's the one with the、uh, marzipan and the. Cho- I don't know what it's about, but you know you can go search it up. Anyway, I'm blabbering on, but we have. I don't know what episode this is, but I know that we have three awesome guests. Introduce yourselves, guests. Hello, I'm Jess Banks, and I'm the gaming community manager for Anime League, and I also run their stage and do some of their cosplay. Hi, I'm Karim. I work for Anime League、um, as their networking.、Uh, I run tournaments for them as well. And、um, I'd like to say, hey! Yeah. Okay, how do I follow that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, uh, uh, my name's Jason Boomer. I'm the founder of Sidefest and organizer of Red vs. Blue UK. And I wasn't expecting to be on today. So,、um, hi. Well, I wasn't expecting to have. Well, I was only expecting to have one person, but, you know, Mike was like, oh my god, there's all these people here, just put them on your podcast. Sorry about that, Mike, but, you know. Thanks, Mike. You're saying that as if you don't want to be like, oh man, damn it, Mike, I didn't want to be on today. I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's what they all. Well, no, none of them say that. But anyway, so. Today, we're going to talk about Japanese games as we normally do.、Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of Japanese games coming out this month. Do you, know, do you guys know any about it? anything about it? Any new games coming out this month? No? Okay, fine.、Uh, no. No? Okay. <laughs> In all honesty. Really? No. Ah.、Oh, sorry.、Uh, wait, let me.、Um... Really? Stop、okay. Googling, Grim. That's, that's fine. That's, that's <laughs> fine, guys. Well, I'm going to tell you guys anyway. You viewers should know that Tugiden is coming out on the 14th, so Valentine's Day. It's not really, it's, I don't think it's a game that is supposed to come out on Valentine's Day in that sense, but it's a cool game. It's about monster hunting. I, well, I say monster hunting, I can't actually say it's a monster hunter game because it's not monster hunter. It's demon slaying, let's say. Yeah, it's Tecmo Koei's、um, version of Monster Hunter. Haven't played this game before, but you can download it on your PlayStation Vita. Now, it's,、uh, it's cool. Oh, I just opened my Vita and,、uh, <laughs> you know, random steel drums are playing. That's because I was playing DOA 5 Ultimate. Oh, not Ultimate, Plus. Yeah, Plus. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway,、uh, that's, that's coming out in February. What's coming out in March is Ninja Gaiden Z. Yeah,、oh, yeah I've heard about that.、Yeah, that actually sounds.、Game. I played it a long time ago.、Oh. Um, I think a PS2? Well, no, wait, no. Oh, so the, you've played no, the PS2? Yeah, on the PS Vita. That was it. You, oh, did you play Sigma on the Vita? That's the one, yeah. It's a really good game. But the twist in Ayaiba is that you're playing as.、Um, you're pretty much playing as Hayabusa's arch nemesis.、Uh, the person、okay. that Hayabusa killed, and now it's like a Frankenstein kind of thing. They put like a robot arm on him, and, and he's pretty much fighting zombies. It's awesome. And you're pretty much. That sounds pretty badass. It is it's really badass. It's like. <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, if you're at Eurogamer Expo or MCM Expo, 
you would have seen it there. Um, I think Chinson San was running the booth, and as well as Raiden, and it was just pretty, pretty epic and badass. And there's a lot of adult humor in that game, which is lovely to see because <laughs> these games normally don't have that kind of adult humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can cool. Well, if yeah, if um, anything's going to convert me to play Japanese games, I think an undead robot arm wielding zombie. Uh, it's going to be the thing to do it. Oh, you should pre-order it from now because if you do pre-order, you get like bonuses and stuff. Sweet, bonuses. I love bonuses. Um, I like bonuses. Oh, the way you say it, it makes it sound wrong. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, these bonuses are for DOA five, so that means uh, you get bonus DLC for another game. It's pretty much the way of Technicoy making you buy all their games. So the clever. Yeah, it's. Really good marketing, though. It's like, oh, yeah, you want to get free DLC? you got to buy the other game. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, if Tecmo is listening to this, very sorry, guys. But, you know, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, so I was talking about Yaiba. Another thing about Yaiba is that you can rip off zombies' arms and use them as nunchucks. Oh, yeah. Freaking cool. <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me. It is. It's really good. I'm surprised none of you have played it. No, yeah, no, but I'm, you're making me want to play it. Well, you should play it. You should re- go watch the videos now because it's just freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah. So it's coming out in March. Uh, it was supposed to come out in February, but, you know, these games, they haven't really been finished. Had mm-hmm. a lot of problems in the uh, beta demo and the alpha demo that we were playing. Yeah. Like zombies were glitching into the walls and stuff like that. And... <laughs> but yeah, that's... Anyway. Let's talk about other things. So, uh, is Final Fantasy as well one? Yeah, Final Fantasy is. I don't know when that's coming out though. It's, it's, mm, it's either coming it's... out in March or February. I'm not sure because I don't really like to play Final Fantasy games. Oh, after come on! After what happened with Final Fantasy 13, um, because I've I played Final Fantasy 13 and I kind of I was on the second disc because I was playing on Xbox and yeah. I just rage quit because there was you know that guy with like the boss. One. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The guy with like yeah, five yeah. heads. Yeah, yeah, and you gotta just you gotta use magic heal. Yeah. It, it was really a pain in the ass, and I was grinding for ages, and I was like, yes, finally I can do this. And then he cast Doom, and I was like, fuck you, man. Like, <laughs> I'm almost almost beat him, and he's like, oh, uh, troll, troll. I'm just gonna put Doom on you. It just that's, shows, you know, if I you want to be a if you want to be a gamer and you want to really show off your skills, you gotta not give up, man. That's why that's why it's the Japanese game. Yeah, no. but it's, it was really a pain in the ass, and I was like, "Fuck this!" And I just, oh. I just threw or it. Or if you want to be a winner, if you want to be a, winner, you've got to be an epic troll. Huh? Hey, there is a guy. woman in this podcast. <laughs> You're not a troll. You're a woman. A, yeah. <laughs> How that has nothing to do with a woman. <laughs> I'm a troll woman. No, I <laughs> Sorry. Think- I think Fish does have a good point though. There's a certain level when it comes to games where, you know, the hard grind of games of old shouldn't shouldn't really be there anymore. You know, games are supposed to be enjoyable, they're not supposed to be this kind yeah. of this hard, you know grinding thing that you just have to sit and keep on, you know, doing. But I enjoy grinding in games, it's just that that game's pissed me off because uh, I went back to it recently and I was just like, I still can't do this. I thought I maybe- I don't mind when it's like resource collecting or minerals or something like that, but when it gets to the point where you're on this boss and you're just hitting it and hitting it, it's like, no! It shouldn't be what it's like. I just want you to yeah. die. Uh, yeah. Sorry, you were saying? 
No, go on, go on. Oh, no, no, I was um, no, I was saying that, um, yeah, whenever you come up against these bosses that are, you know, they are turning points in the game, it shouldn't all be about, you know, button mashing and, and the grind. It should be based on using everything you've learned up until that point, defeat mm. it, something a bit more involved. Because, I mean, like you say, it's, it's really annoying whenever you, you've been bashing on this guy for ages and ages and ages and suddenly he does this one thing and it's just like, you can't win now. There should always be a way to defeat it. I mean, and it should always rely on, on your skill and paying attention to the things that have happened before, not just dumb luck. And it's a bit of a shame whenever they do that. It's like, uh, yeah, we've just given up designing this part way through. Yeah. That's a bit, bit of a downer, but <laughs> sorry. Well, I heard that uh, the new Final Fantasy game won't have that problem, which is awesome. They, they're going back to the old system. Because I know there's a lot of people that hated Final Fantasy 13, and then they didn't like Final Fantasy 13 Um But yeah, Lightning Returns looks kind of cool, in all honesty. I got to play a bit of it at Eurogamer, and it wasn't like Final Fantasy 13, which is it's a relief. Because like <laughs> what I said... What, what did you think of Eurogamer this year? Um, well... Well, it was kind of cool, but um, there were some things that I was disappointed by. Okay. The Xbox One, that, that was kind of shit. <laughs> uh, That's what everyone's saying. <laughs> it's No, because I, I was I was like, oh my god, I waited in line for ages. Well, not for ages, yeah. I, I only waited 10 minutes. Uh, press pass. Yeah! But yeah, <laughs> um, I waited in line for 10 minutes, got to play Call of Duty. It's, it's, a good, it's an alright game, but... Oh, okay. If you uh, play Call of Duty, did you try out the Castlevania game? By any chance? No. No. Okay, we were right next. To that. <laughs> we were right next to it. I, I did see. I see. I saw Castlevania, but I was just like, eh, it's not my kind of game. But yeah. So I, I played Call of Duty because it was on the Xbox One. I was using the controller, and the controller was cheap and tacky, and it was shit, and it was like the bumpers were on the wrong places, and I I didn't like <laughs> it. It was just cheap and tacky. And then I played the PS4 controller. I'm like, oh yeah, this is amazing. Because before, <laughs> I used to love the Xbox 360 controller, I'm not going to lie. And then, it, I don't know what they did, it's like, Microsoft, come on. Like, really? You had to give us this really cheap... Maybe you want to save money, I don't know how it works, but you should you should really think about the user here. Hmm. And I don't know why this controller doesn't work. Why, do, why doesn't the Xbox 360 controller work with the Xbox One? Because they're pretty much the same controller. Money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but think about it. There was a reason that the PlayStation Three controller can't work with the PlayStation Four, you know, because PlayStation Four got that little touchpad on it, and the buttons are laid out differently as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not sure. Does the PlayStation Four controller work with the PlayStation Three? Um, no, doubt it. I doubt no. that would. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, see, it's. It's the one thing they can guarantee that you need new ones for. I mean, the games could be backwards compatible. I know they've kind of gone against all that sort of stuff, but uh, games are games. The machine, yeah, have to get a new one. So the only way they can screw that little extra bit of money out of you is by having the controllers completely different. And ultimately, they are the same thing. I mean, fair enough, they've got the little trackpad on, on the PS4 one, but surely that could have been mapped to a different button. Or, you know, have contextual controls for the thumbstick or the uh, the D-pad or whatever it is. Um, it is it is a little a little gimmick that has forced people to buy into their new way of doing things. Mm. But I don't I don't see why. I mean, 
PlayStation and Xbox controllers, basically the same thing. You, you say that, but nearly everything in society has become like that. Just, if you wanted an example, you can just say Apple phones. You know, everyone's saying about the same thing, saying Apple 5, you know, the iPhone 5 is the same thing as the 5s, you know, 4S and stuff like that. It's just, everything's just yeah. getting reprinted, like movies. Everyone's doing yeah. like, reprints of the same movie nowadays. It's just like, yeah, it's like with the yeah exactly. It's like- it's like with the Xbox One as well, when you've got to have the camera attached. That's why I won't touch the Xbox One, because the idea of having a camera attached to it all the time, I'm just like, no. I, I, I'm usually an Xbox lover. I will never get rid of my original Xbox, but I am now moving a lot more towards PlayStation, which is very unusual for me, because oh. I'm an Xbox girl. Yeah, so I'm, I'm quite tied to Xbox at the minute, because um, with uh, Red vs. Blue UK being an mm. Xbox-based event, kind stuck with the idea of having xboxes there can't really sort of step away from that um and having you know so many of them around i kind of you know, end up playing them so um just surrounded by them poor poor man yeah yeah mm-hmm. well, I'm, i am I happy about have... persona 4 that sounds really uh interesting on october 2014 oh yeah persona 5 uh, persona 5 persona 5 yeah no, Sony Five, Sony Five, Sony Four. Sony already out. <laughs> dancing on, dancing on all night. Oh yes, we've talked about that ep- uh, that one on the last episode. Oh, I was sorry about that. Oh, I do apologize. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. We can talk about it again. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's made by the people that made uh, the Project Diva games. Oh, wicked. Um, okay, because I know episode of um, the June June 2014 Shadow of the Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. That one sounds like it's going to be a good one. Wow. I just got into the Persona games, actually. It's really awesome! Yeah, it's actually really good, yeah. So, what do you think about uh, Persona 5? Because we saw the trailer for it. I can't wait. I try it out, you know. I want just, to... I just want to play it. You know, I'm a Persona... I wasn't a big Persona fan. I was never one until my friend was like, Dude, you know, here's my Vita for a week. I was like, I'm not going to back. <laughs> I get That's back how most though. gaming fans culminate. Somebody gives you the game and you can't get off it and you got to buy it exactly. yourself. That's how I find out about all my games. <laughs> Dude, I'll, <laughs> See, I'll give it back to you tomorrow. <laughs> See, I nearly got on to, um, Yeah, I nearly started playing uh, Pokemon X and Y for, uh, through the same way. Uh, a friend of mine left his uh, 3DS at my house and stupidly I decided that I would post it back to him because he lives in a different city. Oh, wow. Never got, never got there. Oh. It was lost, lost in the mail. Oh, that means just... the mailman's playing it. What, was it like it, Royal uh, Mail that you sent it with? Yeah, I sent it. Yeah, uh, that's, that was a problem. Yeah, I sent it registered, <laughs> but the woman didn't. Yeah, I kind of screwed up there, but they, they got into Pokemon games, games a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, just Royal Mail have this whole like department of lost games, and they know where everything goes. And it's just like, hey, no new releases. You want new Call of Duty? Here it is. <laughs> maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. You just don't know. Or maybe they're sending it on to like game and stuff. True, true. But but then again, I, the funny thing about um, Pokemon, I'm a big big fan of Pokemon that people know about. I'm actually. I've got a Pikachu tattoo. Yeah. Good man. Good man. Yeah, that has to be done. Has to be done. I'm the new Ash Ketchum. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not ten years old anymore. I've grown up. But no, I'm a big fan because just because Pokemon is literally it's like every childhood's kind of like memories just floods by They're like oh my god i first started gaming how did you start gaming it was because of pokemon really oh 
that, that that's a good question. I want you guys to all answer that. How do you start gaming? Like, what what was the game that made you say, "Yeah, I'm going to continue this"? <laughs> mm. oh, oh, I know. I know exactly which one it was for me. It was uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants on the Amiga. <laughs> oh, okay, that was that was old. Oh, my one was um, Jim the Worm. Oh, Earthworm Jim. Uh, yeah, that was it. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim's it. awesome. It's so old. My memory. That Mine. Game, so. <laughs> Mine was the original 2D um, 2D Worms by Team Fourteen. Oh, no. My granddad nice. set it up on. Um, it's Windows 95 computer, and I would just sit there for hours and play worms. <laughs> I can't not play worms. 3D worms because it's it's not it's not worms. No, no it's, it's not the same. It's 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 3D. <laughs> <laughs> it's 3D worms. That's a very good point. <laughs> no offense. Do you, what do you guys think about 3D in itself, like the product? Doesn't it? What do you it's think? Does it? Because it's it's very it's very you know the different subject. It just it literally hurts my eyes really to be honest. So you mean like 3D? It is quite gimmicky. Like, yeah, you, uh, yeah, but people don't well, say like that. Like on the you... Nintendo or something. Yeah, on, on Nintendo, Nintendo. I, Nintendo I don't know. I know that a lot of people have been saying that it gives you headaches. It does. But it does, when so. when I look at the Nintendo DS, the 3D, I really want it. I think I I just think it looks really good. I'm probably going to get slated for this later on, but that's fine. Um, you know, I like no. the fact that it just gives the games a little bit more depth. I know it's a bit cliquey and it's not perfect and you dare move your face you know it, it doesn't work you, but, know it. you know nintendo nintendo is my you know one of my favorite my favorite games companies have always been the inner just they've always been the ones trying to do something different then they bought the wii u out and let's not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> hey the wii u is not bad it made yeah, me lose it's you know bad. made me lose some weight just really? saying throwing the, no, Wii, the wii is really good the wii u just doesn't no, doesn't don't, work don't say the wii is good What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, no, the Wii. I like hey, the Nintendo hey, Wii. <laughs> no offense, Bowling. but like, yeah, Come when on, you're Bowling. like, when you have friends over, like, I'm not gonna lie, but Big Bang kind of like showed us that the Wii can actually bring people together, you know? Yeah, but so can other consoles, in my opinion. I only bring the Nintendo Wii out when like there's people that I haven't seen in a long time, and I'm like, yeah, you can you can use this <laughs> while I'm playing Dynasty <laughs> Warriors or whatever. But that's to be honest, like the only reason. For me to play on the Nintendo Wii is Mario Kart because and, oh, and yes. all the other Mario, Mario games, Kart. but yes. there's just like the other like the third party games are just shit. To be honest, I hate the third like, party games on the Wii. I play it. I play it for Akami. Akami is an amazing and Japanese. Akami is a good. <laughs> and Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love I love the um, Legend of Zelda. That's how I got into Legend of Zelda. That oh. was from my Nintendo Wii. Uh, Mario, of course. Mario Galaxy is an amazing game. Exactly. <laughs> amazing game. I, I don't know if they're going to do a new one for Wii U. If they will, then I'm going to buy a Wii U. That's... Yeah, I'd probably be tempted. I as have well, like two Wii U one. games and I don't own a Wii U, so I don't know what to do with them. I struggle knowing what screen to look at. I know that sounds really dumb. <laughs> Well, no, it's, it's, I can see what you mean, because it's it's kind of like having a, you know, when you're doing like cross-play on your Vita, and you have it on both screens or whatever. It's a yeah. similar thing, it just gets confusing. Yeah, I found with the, I found with the PS, like, I have an, once again, I have an original PSP. I seem to sit in this space between, I'm not quite retro, but I'm not quite, you know, up to speed <laughs> with everything. So, I've got an old PSP, but with so, the PSPs, I just found they brought out too many all at once, and I was like, I can't. 
I can't keep up with yeah, what's going on. They, they always like release a new console. Well, like the same console, but they say, "Oh my God, it's, yeah. new. it's got this. It is so much lighter, just like yeah. the first Vita." It's got the screen on the with, back. Um, <laughs> I found that with uh, Nintendo handhelds as well. I mean, they had their spate of uh, 2D, uh, 2DS, 3DS, Lite, all that extra. I can't keep up with it. There are so many that have been released in such a short period of time. I never know which one to get. Yeah, I do know what you mean. I think, I think with the DS, I think the, the maybe the marketing campaign is just a bit more because I can understand what each unit is for. like the DS XL. Well, that's for, you know, reading and doing all brain training and stuff. And I don't care about that. The DS Lite, I do agree with you there, Jason. It is one of these. Oh, I'm going to bring it out and make it less heavy. Um, then they did something like cameras stuff in it. And I was just like, no, I'll just... I just, I like my GBA slot. I like playing Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts. So, yeah. Oh, so, oh that's another Japanese game. Do you know what? As I keep sitting here, I keep thinking, damn, that's another Japanese game. Yeah, but the thing is, people, so. that's, that's a mis- The thing is, like, if there's a lot of misconceptions about Japanese games. Because what I mean by Japanese games are Japanese developers. Even Nintendo, their first party games, Japanese developers, you know? Yeah. Because um, they are a Japanese company. Fun fact, they used to be a love hotel. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I knew about that. Didn't they used to sell taxis as well? Yeah, no, the, Nintendo was a, <laughs> yeah, Nintendo was like a love hotel before that. So yeah, interesting. And now they're always kind of family orientated. Yeah, they've always been purveyors of. Fun. So no, no, it's it's a lovely thing. It's like they start off the families in the hotel, and then there you go. And now they kind of continue <laughs> on with that. Yeah, preserve <laughs> their families with gaming. Nintendo. <laughs> I started off gaming because of my mum, to be honest. Uh, I didn't. I never used to get into gaming until my mum was like, "Here, play this," and I was like, "Oh my god, so, what am I missing?" So you it was, yeah, it was just okay. That's I'm, interesting. I'm the same. My my mum my mum's a big geek, and we used to watch Star Trek together when I was really young. And um, yeah, no, this is really sad. Yeah, we used to. Do you know the game RuneScape? Yes. Oh yes. I know. I still play yeah. that game. You still play it? Yeah. Still alive. I still play but it as well. How, how uh, different is it from? It's very different. It's much more modern now. Oh. Much. I don't like the graphics. I liked the old cliquey graphics that were awful. It just was, it was difficult. Like, I was stuck in a. Like, I think it was a game where I was in a, a cave and I was in there for like two days because I didn't know how to get out. What? <laughs> Yeah. That just means that you can't play RuneScape, Grim. That doesn't... <laughs> no, no, I know I can't play the game. Does you know? I'm not going to give up. I'll stay there. <laughs> Try. What cave were you in? Uh, some, there was a lot of spiders. This is going off on a terrible tangent. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> we love tangents here on the podcast. Jagex not quite Japanese. Well, no, it doesn't really matter in the end. Uh, Games are games. Doesn't matter where they're from. But like I said, this is a Japanese gaming podcast. Just saying, we just focus on Japanese games. Um, but yeah, um, what were we talking about? I just forgot now. We were talking about RuneScape, but what were we talking about before that? Pokemon, uh, Persona, and Persona, and then we came involved. Oh yeah, we and Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I got, I got like two Wii games. I can't really trade them in because I got them signed by uh, voice actors. <laughs> So yeah, that's kind of cool. It's kind of just a giveaway. What was it? Who signed it? Um, I got Troy Baker to sign it. Yuri Lowenthal, Tara Platt. Uh, who was the other guy? The voice of Ezio. I forgot his name. 
Oh yeah, uh, Roger Craig Smith. That's his name. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and Richard Epcot. I think I said that already. And yeah, I got all those to sign it because it was uh, Warriors Orochi Three Hyper for the Wii U. Oh. I got two copies of that because I won them uh, at the Tech Makoi nice. booth at MCM Expo. And I was like, can you guys sign these, please? Because um, I I was checking and I saw people, they were trading in at CEX and they were only getting £5 for it. It's understandable because the game is is just a port. It's like the it was made on the PlayStation 3, then it was ported over to the Xbox because the fans wanted it on the Xbox over here. And then they released a Wii U version with two new characters and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it was just that. And... Um, it's not worth that much, so I got them to sign it and still have them downstairs in my room. But yeah, and I I want to give one away, but at the same time I'm, I'm finding the right time to give stuff away. I'm just I'll taking all this stuff and just giving it all away at once. I don't want to. Yeah. I definitely will be waiting. <laughs> you're just gonna definitely be waiting. You're just gonna wait for the giveaway, even though there might not be a giveaway, and you'll be like, oh, I'm just gonna wait for it. All day, period. See, what you want to do is never give it away, and there you've guaranteed yourself a long listener. Just oh, waiting for true. the day. That's but, very true. But then, I'll just have, just been... but then I'll just have one one listener, and then everyone will be like, "Oh fuck this! I'm just gonna leave." He's never gonna <laughs> do it. He's just lying about it. And then just one person will be listening, and it's probably someone I know, like one person. <laughs> but yeah. So I have two copies, one for myself I was told to keep. I was told by Chin, do not sell these games because they're worth, they're probably worth more than £100 now uh, because they were signed by Troy Baker as well, like he's not even in the game. Because to be honest, <laughs> yes. just, to be honest, uh, most of these voice actors are not in the game. None of them are because oh. this game was voiced in Japanese. But um, their characters, the characters they, they normally played in previous games are in this game and I was like sign it and when I gave them to sign the game they, they saw the title and I'm like oh man I remember recording for this game and and I was like what so it makes me <laughs> it makes me think did they record the English audio but they never released it or maybe they, they got confused with the previous game I'm thinking they got confused with the previous game because <laughs> I don't think they'll they will record English audio and the company say hey no we're not going to give you guys English audio because that would just be stupid and it would piss yeah. a lot of people off and I know that's not cheap, but... <laughs> yeah, that, that would just be a waste of money. Especially that game has like more than 120 playable characters. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a lot of studio time. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of studio time, a lot of money. That's that's why um, most of these Japanese uh, companies, they tend to just release the game either in Japanese voice or they don't release it at all. It's, it's, it's a shame because, you know, we're not... We're not getting to see a lot of games being localized over in the UK and overseas because of this. Uh, one of them is uh, Sengoku Basara 4, which is not... I don't think it will be lo localized over here because Capcom are just mean, but that's fine. We love, it. we love you, Capcom. We don't know you. All we know is that you guys make Mega Man. And Mega Man's awesome. Speaking of Mega Man, have you guys um, played Dead Rising 3? I have. Not. Yes, I have. Yeah. Well, which one are you talking about? Which, well, briefly. There's another one out now, isn't it? Is there? Is there's another Dead Rising three. Let me check. Because I, I know Dead Rising three came out on the Xbox One, 
And they That's had, the one, yeah. And they had a, um, the Mega Man costume, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> As you shoot, like, plasma balls out of your hands. It's awesome. That's pretty sweet. Wow. That is pretty... That's one reason to buy an Xbox One. But, you know, I, don't, I really don't see why it's an exclusive for the Xbox mm. One. Is anybody waiting for the Super Smash Bros. Bunny Channel? Super Smash Brothers. Yeah? No. I'm not. I'm, no? <laughs> I'm, I'm what? excited What's, for what? it. What? I love play it. I'm a big fan of the Super Smash Brothers because I'm more into Dead I'm or Alive. I'm such a so. big fan. Okay. So, See, I can never figure out Super Smash Bros. I'm always there trying to, like, button mash and obviously that's not the right technique because I keep dying and jumping off the map, but... Everyone is there, like Princess Peach, like completely schooling me because I have absolutely no idea how to control that game. And I'm there as me too, trying to be all like teleporting and shooting energy balls and stuff, and I just die. I always end up in the like off the edge of the map. I just play Icarus and I just fly around, and I usually end up getting the Smash Ball first, and then well, Icarus is Smash Attack's pretty rubbish, so I go as Pikachu and just run around, just turning into a ball and just electrocuting people. Yeah, it's quite fun. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just I saw Mewtwo and thought, come on, he is a complete badass. He's clearly going to win the fight. And then a lady with an umbrella beats me, and I feel completely <laughs> emasculated. <laughs> well, they don't call her a peach for no reason. It's the oh. women that are trolling you. Exactly. If you're going to be a winner, you've got to be an epic troll, and I'm clearly being trolled with an umbrella. I haven't played uh, Dead Rising, but the game looks really good. It does. It looks really good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not even into Dead Rising. It's just I just saw Mega Man. And I was like, yes. There's a reason. <laughs> is it? Is there true that there's there's gonna be another um, Bayonetta game? Oh, I I heard about that. It was a Bayonetta two that's gonna be exclusive to the Wii U. But because we... that sounds that sounds really good. I me. don't know why it's an exclusive. Personally, I. I think the, the like Sega have been like waiting so long to release this game that probably they're going to end their contract with, with Nintendo or their contract's not going to last or something and then they'll be like, oh yeah, it's on next-gen consoles. Because I think they could have taken this time to make the game on next-gen console instead of just say, hey, Wii U. No one even buys the Wii U. Not, not many people even own a Wii U. The Wii U sales are that bad that I don't think Bayonetta 2 is going to make much. So I'm, I'm hoping Sega's like... Okay, we know this, so we're going to release it on next-gen consoles, because I don't want to play it on the Wii U, to be honest. Mm. Okay. But yeah. But it's Japanese. It's Japanese. Well, most games are. <laughs> Even... Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Just because you were like, it was Japanese, I thought, you know, I wanted my place to shine. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of more Japanese games, are you guys excited about the new Zelda game? Yeah. Uh, oh, I love Zelda. Do you guys know which one I'm talking about? No. Last one I played was uh, Twilight Princess. Well, I'll, I'll explain it to you. It's a it's a spin-off game. It's the first official Zelda game on the Wii U. It's called... Um, in Japanese, it's called Zelda Muso. Uh, they've kind of taken that from the other Dynasty Warriors games. But it's um, in English, it's called Hyrule Warriors, which is pretty much... Hack and slash Legend of Zelda game. I don't know how it's going to work, but you're pretty much playing as Link, kicking some ass, uh, fighting with sword and bombs and crazy other weapons. Because uh, I haven't played Legend of Zelda games, so I wouldn't really know 
But I think this game is going to get a lot of people buying the Wii U, I think. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, my girlfriend is a huge Zelda fan, and I'm pretty sure that alone will sell a Wii U to us. To be honest, Zelda has its own fan base, to be honest, and it's just, no matter what it is, people just... People buy it because it's got Zelda. I'm it. a sucker for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's just Zelda. Just like they've got, there was a new one on the 3DS. The, it was a gold one, and they were giving out treasure boxes. You know, I, mm. well, I had to go between two worlds, and I just went the link between two worlds, and I just went for it straight away, just because it came with a treasure chest and it had Zelda on it. Was was the treasure chest the one that you open? It's like dun 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 dun. Yeah. No, I've seen that. Come on, that's quite awesome. That is a I reason to that, buy games. There is just for that. Oh, God. I felt like I was in heaven. <laughs> there's there's someone I know that's like a big fan of Zelda. Uh, but, yeah. Cause I, I'm... Crossover, like the crossover with Dynasty Warriors is interesting, though. Yeah, no. It, Dynasty I... Warriors is like lots and lots of mobs and slashiness. Yeah, well, that that is how Dynasty Warriors works. I like how you say Dynasty Warriors. It's so English. Um, oh, sorry. It, to be on, no, it's fine because there's a lot of people I know that say Dynasty Warriors, and I'm like, it's Dynasty Warriors. But no, that's because um, I think it's the Americans pronounce Dynasty, English pronounce it Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's Dynasty Warriors as a game has gotten a lot of shit because uh, people have been saying, hey, this is just a game, you're just fighting thousands of people, and all you need to do is press the square button. That's not true. Kinda is true, but. Um, <laughs> But it's just, uh, I don't know, there's more to it than that. I, I find it's Dynasty Warriors, the reason I play Dynasty Warriors is because that game was the first game I played as a kid. I used to wake up, I say this every episode we talk about Dynasty Warriors on the podcast, but I'm going to say it again, because you guys don't know. It's um, I was six years old and got Dynasty Warriors on the PS2, and all I used to do was play Dynasty Warriors. I used to wake up at 6am uh, to play Dynasty Warriors. Uh, yeah before school and then after school and then before school now it was like a continuous cycle and i went through three discs or three copies of that game like i broke them all because i i used to play them a lot to be honest ps2 discs were kind of shit anyway they they kind of broke very easily but it was really good game and the thing is i only beat the game with one person one character only played as one character and there was like 40 playable characters so I've only experienced one story mode. I was just playing the game over and over again. It was just... I was a stupid kid. I couldn't realize that, oh my god, there is more characters you can play as. And more stories to experience, but, you know. So now you know. Now I know, but the problem is I can't go and, and buy the game again. Because I can't find it anywhere. Oh. Dynasty Warriors 1? Dynasty Warriors 2. 2. 2. Okay. Dynasty Warriors 2. If there's a copy, and I bet there's a copy in this flat. I wouldn't be surprised if Matt doesn't have a copy. Dynasty Warriors Two. Like, I was about to say, I'm sure we could uh, could find a copy somewhere, yeah. and then you've got 39 new run-throughs to go through that game. Pretty much. I hope so. That's, I really do. Um, that's, that's a lot of killing. I was, I was hoping that they would release it on the PSN marketplace uh, because they released Dynasty Warriors Five and Dynasty Warriors Four and all these other old games, but they didn't release Dynasty Warriors Two or Dynasty Warriors Three. But in Japan, they released those in Japan, they didn't release them over here. I don't know why. Maybe because uh, a lot of people that got into the game got into the game at Dynasty Warriors 4 and 5 and blah blah blah, but not many people started off from 2. Well, did they start with um, 
did they re-release four and then move upwards, or did they? Well, no. The way they did it was because Dynasty Warriors six was already on the PlayStation three. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Dynasty Warriors five was on PlayStation two, and so was Dynasty Warriors four. So they they released uh, as like a PS two game on the PlayStation Marketplace, Dynasty Warriors four and Dynasty Warriors five at the same time. Okay. It's not a HD remake or anything. It's just standard PS2 emulator okay. stuff. Yeah. So they released that, but they didn't release Dynasty Warriors 2, and they didn't release Dynasty Warriors 3. But in Japan, they re- I think they released every Dynasty Warriors game because it is like, one of the most popular game in Japan. Yeah. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that they might actually. It isn't, but do that. I don't know. I'm... There's a lot of stuff that has to be done with this, and Chin always says this to me. He says, "If you guys want a game, tell me." And if there's more than one person, they want the game, you have to tell Tecmoco Europe, so then they can try and bring it overseas, because, you know, if the fans aren't saying things, then yeah. how how is the company going to do anything? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, if you guys are listening, you want any game, what if you want Warriors Orochi uh, 3 Ultimate? If you want that to come overseas, tell Tecmoco, but don't be a bitch about it, don't be like, hey, Tecmoco, fucking bring the game over. No, you have to be polite about it, because that's the only way people are going to listen, okay? You don't go to McDonald's and ask, I want a fucking cheeseburger, because no one's going to give you a cheeseburger if you scream at them. I'm going no, you get knocked out. Yeah, you, exactly. <laughs> or someone might spit in your cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah or well, the drive through window. That escalated kind of quickly. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, don't you, have you ever, do you think that ever happens at McDonald's? Like you piss someone off and they just... Have you not have you seen really that video? It, in, to uh, be honest. Have you seen that video mm. on uh, on YouTube from a couple of years ago? That was uh, it was the New Year chicken nugget video. Oh yeah, uh, the, the yeah. The lady was drove crazy. Yeah, through the drive-through, and oh. she started having a go, and and the person dragged them through the window. That's gonna happen, you know. Be polite, or people are gonna drag you through windows. It's McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, was... oh, okay, cool. Man. Anyway, fast food is awesome. I know I'm just yeah. saying it's random, but. I feel that fast food in this country is not as good as it could be. Yeah. The Americans have well, got it down no, to really. a Well, but the, America, the stuff that you eat in America, Americans, if you're listening, please don't be offended, is not real. Do you know what I mean? Like, the stuff you eat there is not meat. It could come from anywhere. To be honest. Yeah. Mm. Genetically engineered and all. I mean, you've seen if um, they've got the purple tomatoes that they're going to be releasing in the UK soon. Like genetically engineered them to be more healthy, but they turned out purple for some reason. That's a bit. Oh, someone's watching chocolate Willy Wonka. Hey, I would eat purple tomatoes. Can you imagine having purple ketchup and purple pizzas? Yeah, that'd be perfect. That'd be cool. Awesome. And the greatest thing, the greatest thing is, the pizza would be good for you. You can ignore all the mm. cheese and the whatever because it's got healthy purple tomatoes, yeah. the meat and the oil and all that. I don't know. I don't. I don't eat much. Fa- I don't eat much fast food, so I can't really I like comment. <laughs> mm. You know, I like kebabs, but at the same time, you go to a kebab shop and you're like, "That's not really." I don't think that's lamb. Like, no, it, it looks like dog meat or something or donkey. I, I don't know. It could be any of that. But yeah, UK kebab. Quite questionable. Yeah, it's the mystery meat, but it's delicious. <laughs> but you, you, I don't see anyone that that would eat a kebab if they're not drunk. You know what I mean? I eat a kebab yeah. when I'm not drunk. Really? 
Yeah. Okay. You're a crazy person, Karim. (laughs) Oh, come on. You're telling me a kebab on a nice cold day with a nice soft drink is not good. Disgusting when you're not not pissed. Exactly. No, it's just like... I had it for lunch one time. I had a kebab for lunch. Yeah, but don't you think, oh my god, I'm eating some poor animal that was was stranded on the street and they just took it in and they skinned it. (laughs) Nope, I was like, I need more ketchup on this oh. uh, <laughs> lamb donna kebab. Lovely yeah, I love how you say lamb donna kebab. <laughs> you don't know yeah. it's lamb, it could be dog. Okay, mystery meat, we need more ketchup. <laughs> is, is the ketchup to mask the flavour of the kebab? Maybe, maybe. Why, why do we use ketchup? Why? Is it the taste? Or to uh, hide no, the fact... That we really don't like what we eat with anything on, on with ketchup. The taste. It has to be the taste, I think, yeah. I think so. Like there's some That was a that's a mystery that's like a mystery wise word. Why do Krim, you, you need use to go ketchup? off and do a, a podcast about that there. <laughs> I do, don't I? I need to make a podcast about ketchup. Yeah, open up a survey or something. Poll <laughs> the people. Do you want ketchup to be A purple? B Filled with tomato. C. Not mask the taste of your food. Why did it be a mystery ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be nice if your ketchup could actually taste like pizza. I was gonna say this. Um, this conversation took quite a turn from Japanese games. It really ketchup. did, didn't it? That's okay. Like, um, I was recording with Keiji Tang the uh, a couple months back, and we were talking about games, and somehow that turned into. Meat buns. So, it's fine. Cool. It's fine. So it always goes to somewhere where there's food. Maybe that's it. Maybe it does always go to somewhere where there's food. But some... yeah. Yeah. Well, game you know what? That's very true. Because when I was first talking to Bish, we ended up talking about waffles. Oh, <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Waffles are delicious, though. If you guys live in London, you should go to Waffle Meisters. Uh, they're not sponsoring us, oh. by the way. I'm just saying, it's it's our Bond Street station. Well, and they okay. should sponsor you. They... Yeah, they should. They should, so I can get waffles. Free waffles. And they should supply us with free waffles. Why do they should they supply you with free waffles? Hey, 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 not we're me. we're helping. So, okay, so, so every 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 <laughs> guest that comes on, I'm going to give them free waffles. Okay. Damn right. No, they not know. you. They are. They Okay, no, but they're a small yeah. company. That's... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a problem, dude. That's that, that tastes that. Oh, I want waffles. Okay, then then go on the Ghibli line and then uh, Mate. take take to Bond Street and then just leave the station. There it is, right next to the station. It's amazing. I should be able to. To be honest, I live close by, so yeah, I'll check it out. You should check it out. It's freaking amazing, and they got like ice cream and it's, it's Oreos on it. And uh, well, if you're waffles. you're not. Are you from London based? Just I, asking. I am. Yeah. I am from London. Uh, have you heard of the, you know, the Mad? I'm not spon- They're not sponsoring me either. Uh, the Mad Cafe. You know, oh, if you're yeah. into gaming Learning stuff, they, they're, they're, we, yeah, that's not bad. If you podcast before, um, we interviewed really them. If you guys want to check that out, you can. It's in our iTunes page. You can't check it out on Stitcher because that's new, and it's pretty much only putting out the new episodes. So you have to use iTunes. But yeah, no, we have them on the podcast. They're quite interesting people, and we're hoping to do some events there in the future we can't really say some skullgirls events hopefully awesome. so who's this uh we're talking about loading bar you know loading bar in, uh, yeah i know loading bar. In soho 
Yeah, in fact, our friends at uh, Big Red Barrel, uh, they do the Tuesday night uh, tabletop game thing down there. Um, it's oh, quite an interesting event, actually. Yeah, if you guys are ever in the area, on Tuesday nights, go down there and talk to Tim and tell him that I sent you. Okay. He's a lovely, lovely guy. I saw him. Now you're going to say about 200 this. people just going in there going, hey, this guy <laughs> sent me. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Mm. Ocean. But yeah. Um, I always wanted to kind of arrange an event. We're, we're hoping to get more events there, like um, some Dead or Alive events and stuff. Because every time I go to Loading Bar, there's this one thing I really don't like about it, is the fact that there was this one game and then the discs broke and they didn't get replacement for it. And I'm like, damn it! Why not? It was a DOA 5. I'm always there and I'm asking, do you guys have DOA 5? And then they say the same thing, no. Yeah, one of the Xbox fell off, uh, like one of them, they fell off the shelf and the game got mm. ruined. That's one thing right. I don't like. They don't really put, they don't really, like you see them on the shelves and stuff. And one of the shelves are like slanted. So I'm, I'm always going to think, is that Xbox going to fall down while I'm playing it? Yeah. So if you go to the loading bar, you'll see it. And you know which one I'm talking about. But yeah. Recently they got PS4 in there as well. Sony um, gave them one. But it's like in, covered in glass, so I don't think it plays retail games or anything. Not quite sure. Mm. But yeah. Uh, speaking of the loading bar, have you guys tried any of their drinks there? Uh, I haven't. I think I've tried a cocktail. Oh, that's a nice one. A drink to the past. I love that one. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Sadly, I'm not like London based. There's a lot of nice places <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> oh, you're not London based. No, um, I'm on the opposite side of Reading. Uh, it's a cool place between uh, Newbury and Hungerford. No one in the universe has ever heard of this town, so uh, yeah, yeah, I'm about an hour's train ride out of out of London. Mm. So, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to come down and uh, check out Loader Bar at some point again. They're a it's a pretty awesome place. Okay. Speaking of London. Are you guys gonna go to London Anime Con, which is next week? Definitely, I'm hoping to be working there. Same. You what? Yeah, I'm. I'm working. Oh no, that. yeah, London Anime Con. Yes, I'm working there. Okay. You are, Karim, because you're running a League of Legends tournament. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> which no, you probably should like, talk oh. about. <laughs> yeah, we're having a League of Legends tournament. I'm actually hosting a tournament at the moment as we speak. Um, there's a tournament going on um, online right now. Where people face each other to win tickets for the London Anime Gaming Con on February the eighth and 9th, two thousand and fourteen, at Rocket Complex and Holloway Road. So, so yeah, I'm hoping you know people get into you know enter the tournament, and have some fun. Really, most most people come down literally just to socialize, and it's good to see people smile. To be honest, because I feel like home when I'm with people who are like into anime and into games and stuff like that so it's really fun okay so jess what are you gonna be doing in the lac um well i'm actually also the stage manager so i take care of all of the stage events so that's what i'm going to be doing on the day um and i'm going to be helping out with the cosplay as well so we've got masquerade and we've got a cosplay mashup, which is a new event this time round that I'm going to be organising. And that's basically um, you get given some boxes um, and you get a 
time limit and I name some gaming characters and you have to create a costume um, in five minutes of that particular gaming character. So, yeah. Okay, so um, the contents of these boxes, are they going to be random or are you just going to be like, okay, this is one of the characters, so I'm just going to... No, they use the actual boxes to make the characters and we give them like glue and... Wait, wait, they use the boxes, so there's nothing inside yeah, they the boxes. Make... There's nothing inside the boxes, they make the cosplays on stage. Oh my god, so I, I thought they... That's would... awesome. That is kind of awesome, actually. But, well, if someone said, if you said like a Gundam or something, then a lot of people, that'd be pretty easy. You just put the box on your chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did Minecraft last time, which was a bit... <laughs> you... That was... Hilarious. Make it, make it a challenge. Make it a challenge this year. Maybe say Hatsune Miku. That would be so difficult to do. Or something like that. Or like put like another character in there. Maybe something not so blocky. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, I'll say a Street Fighter character. That could be pretty good. Or the old Final Fantasy characters where they had the hands that weren't hands. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Jason, are you going to be there? I am actually. Um, yeah, I'm going to be running some tournaments as well. Uh, we are doing Halo 4, uh, Call of Duty 4 is by far the best one, uh, Trials HD, okay. uh, Mario Kart on Wii, and we will be doing a Minecraft creative session across the, uh, across the two days where you can come down and basically create anything from an anime series and we'll be sending... Uh, taking photos and sending them out as tweets and the photos that get the most retweets over the weekend will be winning prizes and all um, and obviously there'll be prizes for the other four tournaments as well hmm. okay that's uh, so do you know what these prizes are going to be uh, they're going to be cash prizes or uh... mike uh, yeah mike will be uh, sorting out uh, because it's 50 pounds cash prize or I could probably tell you I could probably if tell you. Could. So you're doing the. Give me one second. So you're doing the Halo tournament, yes? Yeah. So the Halo 4 tournament um, is any choice of a game from Game, uh, the shop, sorry, uh, which is worth up to £55 for the winner. Um, for Karim's League of Legends tournament, it's a £30 prize for the winner. Um, yep. For the Sunday tournament, the League of Legends ones, it's a £100 prize for the winner. So you've definitely got to come down for that. Um, what were the other ones that you were doing? I'm sorry. It's uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So Call of Duty 4, that's um, any prize from game worth up to £55 again. There's Trials HD. Trials HD is any game from game again. And we will be doing Mario Kart Wii. Uh, and Mario Kart Wii. Yep, that's another game from game. Once again, worth up to fifty-five pounds. There may also be some cash prizes as well, but leave that one with me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, is there going to be any other tournaments there besides yes. these ones? Yes, there is. There's, we've got a lot on this time round. So we've got um, Street Fighter Four, Dead or Alive Five, Blaze Blue, Marvel vs. Capcom Three. That's being done by Vault Up. Um, we've then got like a casual gaming lounge. We've got. Retro Collect and Retroactive. We've got the Smash UK community. We've got Parallel Worlds, which is doing some TCG for us. Then we've got our exhibitors as well. So we've got games going to be coming down, um, and they're providing something like £600 worth of support. There's a lot of games that Game have very kindly given to us to support the tournaments. 
Um, and we've got Namco Bandai as well. And I think Nintendo are going to be there because I think they're running a Nintendo competition. Actually, no, I think they're running the world, the Nintendo UK Championships or something. That one's still getting finalised at the moment. So yeah, it's a really, it's really good. And we have LAN as well. Um, there's going to be more League of Legends running on, and I think. Um, so yeah, everybody should come down because it's going to be really amazing. Um, so regarding this DOA thing, I want to know more information about it because you know I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm the ultimate. DOA fighter, but uh, I'm alright at it. And it's it's a game I recognise, because to be honest, sorry about this Kareem, I, I won't be anywhere near the League of Legends, because that doesn't interest me at all. That's fine, you might come You might come by and say hello, you, might, I you will, never know. I, I will do that, but I won't join in the tournament. Maybe I might look around and be like, oh, maybe this is kind of cool, but uh, I'm, I'm not <laughs> it's too okay. fussed about that. One day, maybe one day, we'll, one day, you never know, you might just have a go. Maybe, maybe one day, but I don't think that'll be any time soon. So, no. yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll probably I mean, join the Mario Kart thing, though. You should. I mean, most of our tournaments are pretty standard, and the reason that we do that is because we want to make sure that we've got, you know, as many people that can just jump in and play as possible. Um, we try not to be kind of... We don't We don't really want to support kind of, like, elitist gamers. We just want everybody to come in and have a go. Oh, you know, enjoy themselves cool. playing. So we think that's the best way to do it, and I'm I'm sure Jason running running his tournaments will will agree. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, there are two different ways you can do gaming tournaments, and you can either have your huge. I mean, League of Legends is is one of those uh, types of games that has a very hardcore following, uh, but it also has quite a barrier to entry that if you don't know the very particular details about the game, it can be difficult to do. But otherwise, the general gaming community likes to you know, experience different things and try a variety of games, which is why games that are easy to jump in and just you know, literally pick up a controller, play a level or two, and drop out are much better for tournaments because it's not so difficult. You don't have that steep learning curve, and it's more inviting for you know, the larger audience, which yeah, is ultimately what it's all about. As well, it's all, it, we're very lucky to have a very, you know, what I think to be one of the nicest gaming communities of any event, because, you know, people are very casual and they are very chill. Yes, yeah, sometimes, of course, it can get heated when it comes to the tournaments, but that's part of the fun. And I've never, you know, I've never seen anyone be, be like, oh, you know blah 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 you did this you cheated etc etc which i've seen at some gaming events which is a bit of a shame um but everybody's really nice um and they're really up for just letting anybody in even if you're a newcomer so yeah everyone should come along and play some tournaments and if you don't want to do that Definitely. play some games we've don't also got some really yeah don't be afraid we've also got some really kind of fun we try and put on something a little bit fun every year so when it comes to our we've got ddr and we do the, um, the sight reading tournaments, um, which are, I, Taru programs them all. Um, and he's t he takes like three or four days of time to program each each section or something. It's crazy. Um, and that's always good fun. And then we've got our Guitar Hero tournaments and we've got like a little twist where we do awesome points. And one year when I was running it, um, we, we ended up basically having somebody stripped down to their boxes um, at the con on somebody else's shoulders playing the guitar behind his back so 
that's what we anything to kind of get the community involved and doing dark don't forget don't forget the big one we have a great voice actress coming down as well oh yes colleen and the last name i can never pronounce yeah i don't want to try i don't want to try i think it's clink and bit she has done many she has she has done many many voice voices for a lot she even did gohan in Dragon Ball Z. Which, so, which Gohan? The younger Gohan or the older Gohan? It was the younger one in the first. Yeah, it was the younger one. Oh. It's the younger one, yeah. So she, she is like someone to come down something? to see. Gohan. Well, yeah, it's like 50 something voices or, or something. Yeah, I, she's done I'm a lot. I'm terrible for voice actors, but she sounds amazing. I can't wait to meet her. Mm. Yeah, she even. Well, you know, she did a lot. And she's doing free autographs, so that's one way of saying, "Hey, guys, come down." You know, don't you know? You know me. I know you. Let's just get interacted and have some fun. Yeah, you can be like, "Yeah, well, there was these three nutters talking about her on this podcast." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I <laughs> would. Uh, yeah, and then we've got our cosplay, and we've got Krim. How many cosplay guests do we have? We have lots. We have plenty. Lots and lots plenty. and lots. We have the top in the UK um, in terms of cosplay guests um, and 12 oh we've got we've got lots of people come along it'll be fun come, come and along it's gonna be big it's gonna be loud it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be game-tastic that's a new game-tastic. one there we go game-tastic okay yeah. I like that game-tastic in, in fact we um, we had a pretty uh, random encounter at Alcon up in Leicester um, in September and uh, we decided that we were going to, we hosted our gaming uh, section and then we decided that we were going to go, you know, for a bit of a drink and check out the after party. And uh, there's there's a, a web series, Red vs. Blue, which is the, uh, the series that the event host is based on. And we actually noticed that a few of the people at Alcon were wearing t-shirts from, from Red vs. Blue. So we started, you know, we were trying to track them down, just saying hi and all that sort of stuff, you know gamers being social uh turns out they end up stepping up on stage and they were some of your cosplayers and oh, uh, i think it was i think it was teal pirate was, uh, oh was one yes of your cosplayers. The, um, oh. Yeah, the cosplay troupe yeah yeah they're, uh, they're actually they yeah they're they're big red versus blue fans and uh yeah we randomly bumped into them at uh the event up in master so, i'm a big yeah, red versus blue fan then you I, I know lots come of people to RVB UK. Shit, oh gosh, you're tempting me. I'm sorry, this is turning to like... Oh, I want to come down to that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I've been... Uh, I think this year will be the seventh year that I've run it. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to making it to the Big Ten. Wow. That's a lot of dedication. Right yeah, well, it's a great community. I mean, the same as uh, Anime League. They've got a great uh, community. And, uh, yeah, it's all about networking, really. Shall the love and all that. Yeah, exactly. Share the love. That sounded really hey. lame, I'm sorry. <laughs> say it's how I'm here. Yeah, well. Oh yes, because you got commandeered in. <laughs> no. Only slightly. You're saying that as if you're like someone put like a gun to your head or something. Yeah. You will come in this yeah. podcast. Hey, it's been a good laugh. Hope yeah, so. it has been really good fun. Anyway. All jokes aside, and stuff. Um, regarding this DOA five tournament thing, is there any? Is there going to be any prizes, or how's that going to work? 
Yeah. Do you, dead or I'm sorry, I'm terrible with the re-erasers. It's Dead or Alive, isn't it? Yeah, Dead or Alive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, we've got prizes from KOEI. Um, I'm not too sure what they are yet. I don't think they've actually been announced. Uh, but as soon as they are, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, so who, who's providing them the prizes? Somebody called KOEI? I'm not entirely sure who that is. E-I, yes. Tecmo Koei. There we go. Yes. That's who we were talking about. Like half the podcast. No, but seriously. Tecmo Koei. They're the people that make Dynasty Warriors and Dead or Alive and Tukiden. And like I said, they're one of the biggest Japanese gaming developers. They're not really They're publishers out there. Yeah. Pretty awesome people. Just saying. Just saying. So they they're going to be providing anything. Is um is Revit up going to be? Because I know they're the ones that are going to organize this tournament. Are they going to pro- uh, provide any sort of prizes or? I think most of the prizes for the Revit up tournaments are actually coming from Game. Uh, but once again, um, because as I'm sure you're aware, a lot of gaming companies have a tendency to work very last minute. <laughs> um. <laughs> Some of the prizes that we've got won't actually be announced or declared yet, uh, unfortunately. But most of the prizes that we've got are very kindly coming from Game because they are supplying um, a lot of prizes to, you know, um, I think they're surprising, um, supplying some to Smash as well, which would be really good. So, yeah. Game. Game is really awesome. Um, there have been a lot of fans of mine, uh, of the podcast listeners and things like that, who kind of dislike the fact that I love Game. A bit too much. Yeah. They're really, they're really awesome guys to work with. They're really, they're really up for anything as well. Like they're really energetic and they've got a lot of ideas in so terms who, of. Who within game have you been working with? Kieran. Oh, okay. Lee. He's manager. Yeah. Kieran's yeah. awesome. I met him at Eurogamer once. Um, really nice guy, and he used to be the store manager of my local game store before it shut down. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that is cool. Pretty awesome guy. Yeah. Um, so I don't sound like an idiot. I'm I'm terrible. I don't will he, know. Will he be and, there? A lot about Dead or Alive, unfortunately. Oh, I'm that's fine. Should... But you should play it at the expo. At, uh, at the not expo. At the anime con. You should. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a try. I mean, the last time I played Dead or Alive Five was actually um, very briefly at Eurogame, and it was actually with Karim, and we had a tournament where we held the controllers upside down. And, and I, I definitely last came last. Oh. You did. Actually, I, I won one you. game. I beat you very, very, very much. It was good fun. No, I won one half no, a game. No, you didn't. I beat you on every single game. How can you, you win, win half, half a game? game? Yeah. How can you? He was doing great. And win, then it you win the terribly. first part, and then you press start before she, before she actually it says KO, oh. so it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, tactics. Do you think people do that in real tournaments? They just do that. No, no, but you know. They, they, no, they do that in fights in the street. They're like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. You know, time out, time out. And then, you know, it's all fine. Imagine like that if um, fighting games, is that if people actually fought like that in real life. <laughs> what, shooting awesome. fireballs? And... Yeah, like Hadouken. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be both scary and, yeah, epic and, and of course, scary. Because yeah, I really... want to face someone who's shooting fireballs out of their hands. Yeah, real life would be way more dangerous, but a lot more entertaining. 
and they have like fighting tournaments. Real, oh my god! Well, I'm I'm pretty sure that's kind of that would be illegal. It would be kind of like an underground thing. Underground thing or something they broadcast on TV, maybe. Like the Hunger, well, kind of like that. Does it a Hunger Games? Was... We don't want people dying. No, I was no, I was thinking more. I was thinking more like boxing, but yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah, but if if, if you're gonna televise it like boxing, people will be dying, you know. Yeah. To be honest, like yeah, you don't want that. But at the same time, if it was like video games, they would just respawn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I always think that would be awesome if they had like some sort of. If how would video games be in the future? Would it be like you're in the game and then you know if you die you respawn? That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. See, this uh, this kind of comes like back any... to now. This kind of comes back to the conversation you're having about uh, what do you think of 3D? Uh, it's you know it's revolutionary technology right now, but technology is developing so quickly that I mean Oculus Rift is the next best thing for. 3D immersive, almost virtual reality style stuff, but you know, in in two years, three years, that's going to be old technology, and you're going to something far more immersive. And you know, you never know, you're going to be uh, moving up to the Matrix style stuff, where it's like projected into your mind. What do you we guys think of the new Google Glass that's coming out? Oh no, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I like it. Yeah, I think it's really changing. No, I, I'm not. It's just. I don't see the point of it. It's just a gadget that people don't really need. See, I know um, a lot of people are worried about it for two reasons. Uh, the first one being uh, that it's invasive. Uh, and they were saying that one of the things that they have categorically ruled out is there will be no adverts in Google Glass. Like, they can't have uh, advertising on uh, on the screen. Um, but also that they're afraid of having cameras basically... Uh, invisible and on anyone at any given time uh, because people are afraid of being recorded and I mean with you guys living in the center of London that that ship has kind of already sailed I mean you guys are recorded hundreds of times a day by CCTV cameras and all Mm. so it, it is a shame that you know we've got smartphones and you know everyone's got cameras on those so the idea of being on film you kind of don't have a choice Unfortunately, I do. I do agree with you. It's just under the same. It's like, it's like with the the Xbox camera being plugged in all the time. It it does feel a bit evasive. It's a bit like no. This is this is very this is very 1964. Big Brother is watching you. 1984. Yeah, whatever the book is called. There is some uh, uh, 1984. There uh, there is a there is a slight difference with it though. That um, I, mean, I fully understand the uh, the Xbox camera thing because. That is literally in your bedroom, in your living room, in your home, watching your private life. Uh, but with Google Glass, you would assume that the only time you would encounter that in a problematic way is in the public. And in public, you're on CCTV. And you're being viewed by all these people anyway. It's, uh, it's Sadly, it's just the world that we're in. Mm, yeah. But, uh, but I, do, I do agree with the, uh, the Xbox idea that You've got to have a way of turning it off. I know that it has to be connected at all times, but no, it doesn't. As I've, far as I've seen it, videos where where people kind of unplug the connect, and it, it just says on the screen, "connect is unplugged." And just there's just that constant notification, but I don't think so. It, you can't. So you can't game with it off. I think you 
I think you can, but it, you're just going to get that constant notification. I'm not sure. Uh, okay. But you just get that notification. Because, um, you know, really, it's for me, it's not necessary. That's one thing that's putting me off the Xbox. Because what, yeah. what if you're, like, you're just in boxer shorts, casually, just playing games, or, like, playing FIFA or something? You, you don't want the Xbox to be seeing you, like, especially how advanced yeah. it is and everything. They could be sending that info back to Microsoft, and I don't want Microsoft to see me and my hairy legs, you know? Well, yeah, I think I think that was the plan originally, is that I remember, this might be wrong, but I remember reading something basically saying that one of the reasons they had it installed was so that they could um, <laughs> monitor how many people were in a room for a movie, and if there were too many people, you know, they would just cut it out. And it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, how... How private is pri- how private should private be? So, yeah. See, I mean the the, the technology of the Connect terrifies me. Um, I mean, I did computer game technology at university. I uh, worked with people that have developed on uh, this sort of stuff uh, for for a while, and um, I was uh, back in Portsmouth uh, to university and uh, did a recent game jam session where students get together mm-hmm. and develop uh, video games. It's it's quite an interesting idea for rapid prototyping games. Um, one of the students there was using a connect to map the motion of uh, people moving, basically using it as a mocap device. And yeah, they did the Big Bang as well, didn't they? They used it as to uh, get their yeah. 3D models. Hmm. Yeah, and that's that's terrifying. I mean, I understand that it can track your motion and all of that sort of stuff, but I never knew that you could program something to take that information and process it for other purposes. I always thought it was just like a very, you know, closed box thing where it had one purpose and that was it. Um, but it's it's a far more intelligent piece of kit than I think anyone gives it credit for. And that is scary that it's in your house watching you at all times in a non-in-hat kind of way. Wow. Hmm. Do you think they would uh, release a Xbox One without the Kinect? Or maybe put a patch where you don't need the Kinect for certain things? It would, just because it'd, it'd be making them more money, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. See, I don't I don't see why they necessarily would do it. I think they would try a new marketing scheme where it's a bit like, oh, by the way, now we've patched it, so you don't actually have to have it on. But you never know. I mean, it's, it's still always there. The light might be off, but... It still might be watching. It's freaking me out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm not. I'm not crazy. I'm not wearing a tin hat or any or anything like that. But how do we uh, know? You could be wearing a tin foil hat. That is a very good point. Tin foils. Can kind you of read cool. my thoughts? Nope. Tin foils. <laughs> make sure you can't. This make has that. gone from from Xbox to X Men. <laughs> oh, X Men don't wear tin foils in their heads. Yeah, no, no. Even though the X-Men movie, the new X-Men movie is going to be kind of cool. The new one? Yeah, the new X-Men movie is going to be kind of cool. I can't wait for that. Sentinels. Ant-Man is going to be amazing. Don't forget Robocop. Oh, Robocop, yeah. Bloody hell. So many films coming out this year. I just want to... Yeah. I'm a big DC Marvel fan. Superman and Batman. God. Do you know who they've actually... Lex Luthor's now. They've already found the actor for Lex Luthor. Jesse Eisenberg. It's the guy who did the Facebook uh, and Zombieland. Yeah, social... That kid. Yeah, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. I don't, I don't know if I don't see him as Lex Luthor, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna give it, I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt, really. 
see, he always comes across quite cold, sort of like dead behind the eyes. Not, an, I mean, I mean, no offense to the guy, but he's got a very cold stare, and I think that could be good for you know the calculating genius Lex Luthor. Um, from from what I've seen of uh, Lex Luthor's character in the past, it, you know, mostly the Superman comics and cartoons and all. Uh, he was always the older, balding guy. But, you know, if he's playing someone in his, um, you know, 30s, uh, mid-30s, I could I mean, see him thanks. doing it quite well. Yeah. Well, I could see Even him doing Morgan it quite well. The yeah. To be honest, there's a lot of films coming out this year. That's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Uh, ah, it's going to be good. I'm pretty excited about the X-Men film, though. I'm not going to lie. Because I've been waiting for that. For like, uh, yes, same here. Because they all they gave us was like, oh, you want a Wolverine film? You want First Class? No, the I only, don't want. That. The only thing I don't understand is in a, in the movie is you know Quicksilver, because mm. he's in the Avengers as well somehow, and he's in the X Men. So that's gonna kind of like bring the X Men people fighting with the Avengers people. And that's well, what see, I was, think. Yes, yeah, I was always confused like that. by that. Um, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm Marvel... really confused about that. Yeah, a lot of the Marvel universes do cross over, but as far as I'm aware, the X-Men universe is one of the only universes that doesn't actually cross over with the rest of them. I mean, I'm I'm not yeah. a massive comic book, so I don't know the, the ins and outs, but, but I always thought that the X-Men universe was quite standalone. Hmm. Actually, hold on, no. There is, there is a scene where... No, there isn't. No, that was Justice oh. League. Yeah, I know. I know they do some of the uh, the special crossover things where, um, uh, what is it, uh, the apocalypse one where they're all zombies. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, that was really good actually. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, where they've got you know a lot of the Marvel characters, and then they've got Undead Wolverine there. Clearly shows a crossover between the universes, but but they've also kind of crossed over again with um, oh Christ, what's it called? Um, the Bruce. Campbell movie. Um, oh, I cannot think of the name. Yep, that was a complete dead end there. I can't. I can't go any further. Um, Army of Darkness. Does anyone know the movies? No. No. Nope. Uh, Sounds like uh, a game as well. But no. Yeah, no. It's um, it's a movie from the eighties where uh, Sam Raimi. Uh, sort of, uh, he wrote a movie about a bunch of college students that go to an abandoned sort of log cabin sort of thing, and then it's full of demons and spirits and monsters and things that start tearing them up. And Bruce Campbell plays the typical jock, uh, alpha male guy that takes on all of these things and ends up butchering them all with a chainsaw. And he's become one of these cult icons that Bruce Campbell can't be anything else now. He is just Bruce Campbell. Um, and so, oh, I cannot think of the name of it, but they did uh, one and two were basically remakes of each other where they upped the budget, up the graphics and all that sort of stuff. But the third one, they sent him back in time to medieval France where everyone was skeletons and he went on a, a killing spree. Uh, so they end up having a crossover between the Marvel zombie universe and Bruce Campbell coming forward in time to the point where the Marvel Universe has gone apocalyptic, and he ends up taking on yeah. all of the, the Marvel characters. It's completely insane. So they can't really talk about segregating universes anymore because they mashed up so many of them that, you know, where 
where's the line? But but X Men seems always have been that one that was standalone. Like they had so many of their own characters that they didn't need to cross mm. over with any others. They just introduce a new one. Mm. Sounds well. Like I was waiting for the new X Men film since X Men Three because um, you know how at the end of the credits they always show that one. Yeah, they always yeah. Like spoilers, by the way. Um, you know how Xavier dies in X Men. Well, you think Xavier dies in X Men Three, and then you wait until the end of the credits and you hear his voice and you're like, yeah. He's not really dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was waiting. I was thinking, how are they going to... How I just want to know, how did he survive and all these things? And I'm hoping the new X-Men film is going to show that. And obviously there's Sentinels, which is freaking amazing. And, mm. you know, like Magneto and Xavier working together once again. That's cool. And yeah, you know, because I was kind of disappointed with the other films. Uh, X-Men Origins was, was okay, but... I didn't really like that, to be honest, and I didn't, I didn't like the the Japanese Wolverine one, when Wolverine was, I think it's called Wolverine, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's the Wolverine. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I, I liked it, but I didn't like it at the same time. I can see what you mean, because for me, it was just like, uh, yeah. I liked it, but I'm a girl, and I think it was <laughs> maybe designed a little bit more for the feminine audience. <laughs> so plenty of Hugh Jackman getting his kit off, then. Yeah, pretty much. Was... <laughs> I would go and see it with the load of female friends. So even then, that, that, you know, it was just a bad film for me. I was, I preferred the one before that, but see what I they need. Did really is... enjoy First Class. Yeah, Michael Fassbender made a really good Magneto. I thought. Yeah, mm. I do agree. I I thought First Class was very, very well done. Yeah, I never. I didn't really understand the um, uh, Xavier character. He didn't seem to to be the one that I that I thought he was going to be. But Fastbender completely nailed it. He did. It did confuse me. First Class and X Men Two, just because he was walking in X Men yeah. Two to the plane. I was like, wait a minute. First Class, he got shot in the back. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a timeline issue there, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. We just write it off as you know Xavier doing his you know telepathy thing. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> mm. I'm I'm not satisfied with that because how can he makes how can he make his legs move with his well actually no he could do that making his legs move with his mind but then why didn't he do that in the first place? Or was he making you believe that he was walking? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a mind Probably. trick. Oh, okay. Exactly, yeah. That, that could explain a oh, lot. There we go, there we go. That, I'm guessing Jason, that's how... Jason, if I ever have any continuity uh, errors, I'll come to you. <laughs> maybe that's how they get all the problems <laughs> in uh, X-Men. That's how they solve it. Yeah. They just say, oh, this, Xavier's yeah. just doing this. But, yeah, Patrick Stewart yeah. is an amazing guy. But, uh... His voice, yeah, just like oh my god, I wonder. He was the best. Was the best part of Ted. Mm. That bit at the beginning of the movie where he's talking about the Apache, yeah, uh, or the helicopter gunships. <laughs> like he made that movie. Uh, but no, it's other movies. Uh, I think something they really need to do mm. is create X Men Origins Gambit. Oh, because he was always 
my favorite character. He's kind of cool, but did did you see those parody videos? The X Men, no. the E X Men is pretty much it's Xavier firing the X Men, and he's pretty much saying why they're fired and stuff. And he's saying, "Oh, what, what can you do, Gambit? What you do is throw some cards about." And he's <laughs> it, it's hilarious. You should go and watch it. Actually, it's um, yeah, it's just. And it make, it makes so much sense. It's like, what can he do? He just throw cards. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, he was always a, bit of a, a loose cannon, sort of uh, uh, very self centered. But I don't know. As a kid, I always thought flicking those cards was really cool, and I annoyed a lot of my uni housemates with that, just flicking cards all the time. Yeah, they didn't like me that much. Until that one time that I flicked a couple of cards across the room and there was a crack in the paint on the wall and I jammed the card down the crack in the paint. Like from, like, must have been about 10 feet away. That was pretty awesome. Sounds pretty awesome. It, oh, man. If only there was some sort of video. I know. Probably wouldn't that would have viral. Too cool, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was not that prepared. Yeah, it's been, uh, what, 40% Japanese games and 20% purple tomatoes? Um, yeah, purple uh, tomatoes. And, uh, 10% just really. sales. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I feel, I feel, I feel so embarrassed. Like, my, my, my cosplay team actually has mm. a blog set up for me called Jess Fails, and they just blog about <laughs> my moments of fail, which, so, yeah, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been good. Well, thank you guys for being on the podcast. It was a great honor to have you guys on. Oh, cheers. Oh, thank, well, thank you for, you having, for us. having us, Fish. Oh, no problem. Uh, anytime you guys want to come on, just tell me and I can arrange it. And hopefully, awesome. uh, we can get you guys nice on. Fun. If you guys want Jess, Kareem, and Jason to be on again. Just tell me, and we can arrange that. Maybe you want them on with guys. People. I'm funny. <laughs> or, or maybe I'm you a, want I'm them a, I'm to a, have. I'm a funny guy. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll let the listeners decide. But yes. Anyway, this is the end of this episode. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Woo! Goodbye, guys. Woo! Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Hey guys, you've been listening to the Get Life podcast. Hope you guys have enjoyed the episode that you were listening oh, to. What it's May Kanker. I really want to be your girlfriend. Will you please come and give me a kiss? Uh, no, 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 thank you. Oh, please, I know you want to. I have kids. Oh, um, uh, so, sorry, I, I have something over there to, to do. You, you know, right over there, you know, yeah, right over there, near oh. those bins. Just, okay. Just, bye. Bye. Wow, that was so awkward. Bloody hell. Damn stalkers.